Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow Flash family, are going through every single issue of every single volume of the Flash Rebirth. This week, we are tackling volume seven, entitled Perfect Storm. This is written by Joshua Williamson, with art by Carmine D. Jan Domenico, uh, Carlos Danda, Dan Panosian and Christian Deuce. And I mean, this is the big monk. This is the big monkey volume. We are hot off the heels of the return of Wally West, him deciding I am going to, instead of constantly looking backward, I'm going to run forward. And we are running headfirst into a storm, a perfect storm if you will. But I am joined, of course, by the only two people who I would trust to step aside as I decide that I am the only person who can save the city, regardless of the fact that they also have the same powers and are probably better than I am. First off, I keep telling him he's the Flash, but I'm not really saying that in my actions. It's Jacob Brown. Bum, 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 bum. George, George, George of the jungle, friend to Gorilla Grunt. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and I deliberately broke him out of prison for reasons, but it's because I trust him. Wink, wink. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. Wonderful. And I am uh, constantly trying to figure out my own self-worth. I'm Eric Azana, and we are going to be tackling... <laughs> Boy, isn't that the Barry Allen story? Isn't that just the Barry Allen <laughs> Boy, story? Boy, isn't that the Barry Allen story? Is, who am I? <laughs> who who am, am I, I here? <laughs> another day, another destiny. Uh, this is issues... <laughs> this is issues 39 through 45 uh... of The Flash Rebirth. And um, this is kind of like the big climax of the first half of the run, let's say. Yeah, I was going to say, this, this is not exactly the first year, but this is kind of the big story to end the first year. Yeah. Okay. Everything this is that wrapping all been, the stuff that we've seen. Yeah, everything uh, that we've seen in previous volumes is uh, getting ready to be more or less tied up here. Yeah. Um, and I have to put several different asterisks there, and you'll find out later. But mm. a couple housekeeping things. Uh, we are recording this a little bit early because as you are listening to this, I will be away. I will not tell you where, but I will be away. Are we not allowed to tell them that you're going to Mars? Shut the fuck up. Malcolm, are we not allowed to tell them Malcolm, that? that is classified. We're not allowed to tell them that you're going to be on that Stars Do Mars show? Ma they're going to be hanging out with Ariel Winter. Are we not allowed to tell them that? Malcolm, we're not allowed. I I signed an NDA. Oh, shit. I didn't. <laughs> Damn, you're right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to I'll edit, say whatever I'll edit fuck this out. I want. I'll edit this out. Um, but yeah, I will be traveling. So we're, we are recording this a little bit early. So if you send in emails, uh, I'm sorry. Um, we did get a couple emails because I did let everyone know on Twitter at Geeksplained Pod. Yeah. So if you want to be in the know, give us a follow. Follow on that Twitter. And then also some housekeeping because we last episode 
gave an impossible mission to co-host Jacob Brown. Can't fight the friction. We tasked Jacob with watching at least the first Mission Impossible movie before the next episode. So we're going to turn it over to Jacob and see what he's thought about this. Jacob, how many films in are you in this series? You know, it was really tough, but I got like about two movies into okay. it. Okay, that's not and, bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty but good. Jacob Brown is a busy man. I meant to get more. I I, I wanted, oh God, stupid life. Um, uh, no, nah, that's pretty good. But but pretty honestly, good. the the biggest crux of this series is Tom Cruise. Like, I can't, uh, I, I've now now can appreciate what he's done and everything like that from this but like this that like the real thing of like you need to get over in terms of getting into this is just tom Cruise. that's really for sure <laughs> for and sure. um but um as i was watching this i was like huh you know this is supposed to be the james bond america this american james bond right so what i've realized is that each movie is pretty much a james bond actor uh for, for for from that era you know like um so like the first movie is very much like it's so sean connery it's classic and it's like it's straight out of the show it could be a pilot for a reboot series in the 90s like it is it is hitting the beats it's also very very uh very exciting like those two hours went really by um <laughs> uh, and uh and then the second one is just a John Woo nightmare with a pro. Uh, <laughs> a John Woo nightmare. It really is. It, with what like, do you mean? <laughs> it really is with like with like long hair Tom Cruise when he figured out like oh if I just let my Ooh, hair grow I that I hair that, I realized that that look came from this movie. I was oh. Like, oh oh, oh yeah. fuck I forgot about that. Oh um, yeah. He, it, this movie is the underdog, guys, because I really kind of like this. Of movie. course you did. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. It's not a good movie, but it's, a but fun it's movie. so much fun. Which... And the and the cinematography is unbelievable. Y'all it remember is... when they were spinning the cars and falling in love? I was just <laughs> gonna say that sequence was incredible. Jacob and... two still has the best mask reveal. The mask reveal that oh, like is not oh, Ethan. Yeah. It's the slow oh. dramatic. And they pull off the mask and it's the henchman. And then it cuts to Ethan running. Like in slow-mo. It's still the best mask reveal. It rules. Also, the fight at the end, incredible. The sweet kicks, incredible. The hair, incredible. Might be the best kicks in the franchise. It's the best kicks in the franchise. It's not the best motorcycle chase. I will say that. Correct. Because that goes to Rogue Nation. Absolutely, it does. <laughs> That's the only thing that another movie has specifically, like on Mission Impossible 2. Yeah. So that's is, why, yeah, um, the motorcycle piece yeah. gets way better later. Yeah, it's the reason why I kind of classify the second one as like the George Lazenby of the series because, <laughs> because it very much is the underdog. He's trying so hard to be yeah. a James Bond movie and like, yeah. but, but you're kind of feeling it because it's like a new direction and trying not to be the same thing. And yeah, it's, 
Well, yeah, because you so. you mentioned this just before we went on mic is that this this big theory of like all of the Mission Impossibles are, you know, representing different James Bonds. And we thought me and Malcolm were like, oh, OK, yeah, they're, they're basically just like American James Bond. But you were like, no, specifically, specifically, each, each one is a different each one is a different each era one. of James Bond. It so really here's the thing. I, I'm already in my head thinking what you're Same. going to say the others are. Yeah. Do we want to predict it here? I don't do want it. to put I don't want to put the ideas in his head first. I want them okay. to become I want them to come okay. up naturally okay, for that's him. Fair. Okay, I, I, I have am... a very strong feeling what you're going to say the next two are, at least. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> I feel like we're on the I got to be certain that this next one, that the third one has got to be like, it's got to be Roger Moore. It has to be. It has to be like, it, it has to be okay. each one of like, it's like everyone. I'm waiting for the, we'll Tim see. my favorite is what I'm waiting for is the Timothy Dalton one where it's just like, ooh, we're just hard edge 80s action, which is like, we're not, no hards bar. Like, remember all that Roger Moore, like cheek and tongue shit? Fuck you. We're going to blood, guts, and gore you the hell. Like, remember how nobody awesome T Dalt was as Bond? He's just in bad movies. Remember how oh, awesome T Dalt is in everything that he's ever been in? He's a slasher, and he must be stopped. <laughs> a slasher of prices. <laughs> but yeah, oh, so man. that is uh, that is the latest on the impossible mission of Jacob Brown. Uh, tune in next time where we will continue this. Oh, yes. uh, this I'm so glad that you liked the first one. Me too. I, I knew you'd be really. Jacob How do you feel was about the live texting thing? us while he was watching it, and it was one of the most satisfying experiences. It was very satisfying. <laughs> How do you feel about that, the Phelps thing? As as someone movie. who's seen the show. Uh oh yeah oh okay okay so yeah the that was the thing so. I can only imagine, okay, I used to watch, like, the actual show, like, once in a while. Yeah, I didn't realize I wasn't right. a big fan of it. So, like, yeah, so, watching same. this movie, I was like, oh, well, now I have to watch every single episode of Mission Impossible. <laughs> so, like, it Phelps' so, so, journey into the bad. So, yes, yeah, so I think it Phelps' like, journey into madness as he's like, oh, you're just, like, watching and going, oh, man, secretly. Jim Feltz is like slowly descending into madness with his wife, and, and yeah, where did you become a piece of shit? Like, yeah, seriously, <laughs> it has to be between the seven years between the last episode it's and this movie. Be in there, yeah. Somewhere in there, <laughs> I thought that was magical. God, that that twist around was so good. I it's I was so like, good. It was so like the first one rules like, really? so hard. It, yeah. it goes so hard with the sleight of hand and just oh, i mean the fish tank stunt rules the, the helicopter the, battle the, at the end the <laughs> face awesome. reveals there's so the many face like, reveals face reveals oh that yeah one that i was just like wait a minute is that tom that can't be tom Cruise. that looks like tom oh, yeah. wearing a fake mask oh uh, what? yes ah. yeah that's <laughs> the thing is that they actually did it for that yeah. like they actually had him wearing the mask which is yeah. cool. uh, it was very very cool uh hell yeah so yeah, yeah, this is. I could see this, you know. Uh, they're fun, this, dude. They're the super fun. He sees the yeah. vision. I kind of see like how this is his baby that he's taking care of so much to yeah. the point where, like, if like yeah. uh, he, he's done more movies than like Sean Connery has been as Batman or any uh, as uh, any James Bond has been for like any of these movies, uh, because um. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing if like if he retires like th like he'll keep it going because I I want I want the series to end I know what it is I want the series to end 
the way the first movie is, where just Ethan Hunt just becomes Jim Phillips. Just yeah. he goes bad. <laughs> he, he just goes, goes bad. I could totally Whoa. see that. Hey, he goes rogue in every single movie. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> I don't well that's, that's true. That's totally fair. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm very excited. This. So we'll we'll continue to keep up with you on this. Hell yeah! Yeah. But for but, now, um, but for gorillas now, in the mist. Gorillas, gorillas in the night. <laughs> I wanna know. Can you show, show me? me? I wanna, I wanna know, know about these speedsters like me. me. Ooh, like nice. Oh. Oh, all, right. all right, let's dig into this. Starting off with uh, chapter 39 with a sick ass cover. Just oh, yeah. an all timer of a cover of Gorilla Grodd doing his uh, special down B move uh, to <laughs> yes. attack the Flash. Yeah. Does he, is it just me or does he, his face look a little like he's a zombie? Is that just me? It's Dijon Domenico. Yeah, because. I don't know, and as we've spoken about before, huge ups to Jan Domenico's art. His gorilla face is very strange. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just curious. I was like, uh, is he undead? He draws episode? a very strange gorilla face. Because I'd be down if that was that was the case here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just the walking dead with Flash. But it's That's fine. the running dead. Wanna... Get it? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Boo. So chapter 39 uh, starts with uh, essentially the discovery of fire and this <laughs> obsession with the idea of power. And where's, those... Gr- uh, where's fucking Vandal Savage? Where is he? Ed, we know that, that canonically he was there at the discovery of fire. Is that not him holding the fire stick at the end? Is it? Maybe. Could be, okay. Actually. Okay. Could be. I'll allow that. We don't know. I'll allow it. It's continuity now. We, head it's, it's, yeah, head Um, We then see uh, different, essentially like different lightning strikes throughout the ages. Uh, we see Frankenstein's monster being given form and life. Uh, we see. He's alive. We see someone being struck off of their horse. He's I don't dead. know what that's about. And then we see uh, Benjamin Franklin, who I guess technically is now canonically a speedster. So, yes. so here's the thing: is all of this saying that all of them are being hit with speedster lightning? Like, with I don't speed think force? necessarily that's what they're saying. I think they're saying that the idea of lightning as a as a concept giving power, but but Barry threw the lightning in the air. So is this to, like no, that's, them catching that, that's, it? No, that's at time? The, that that's at the end of the show. The show is, is different this, from the comic, Malcolm. Yeah, is this them catching it throughout time? No, this is Malcolm. This is very different. This is very I, different. Did he create Frankenstein? No, Malcolm. This is very different. He okay. obviously, he well, obviously see. is the Greek god of lightning and thunder. So he's just Thor now, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he do. That's the right? Norse god of thunder, my friend. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Wait, he's a horse. Wait, is this a? DC Comics proudly presents the 700th issue of The Flash. Woo! 700th issue! Do you believe that we had the 800th issue like a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's wild. Oh, wow. wow. Isn't that crazy? It's because wild. double shipping's a real some bitch. Sure is. <laughs> but I also. That's how you I get 100 of... issues in a matter of like four years. I love the. <laughs> DC Comics proudly presents thing. I just I dig that. 
It feels big time. It feels like this is an event. Uh, but we see Barry running around and introducing us to Perfect Storm. And we cut back to, <laughs> to the scene at Nora Allen's grave. And I am starting to think <laughs> that the... who Who is the previous artist for this scene? Uh, that was... Wasn't that DJ Domenico? No, this was somebody was else. Christian? No, because Christian Deuce did the. Uh, did I think that was Scott Collins. <sighs> I, don't, only, I don't. I don't remember whoever, now. If only there was a device in our hands that could make us somehow remember. You're talking nonsense. Too bad we can't. <laughs> too bad we can't was, look back. It was Papa um, Manon, right? Pop Manon. No, no, it wasn't Pop Man because he did the first two issues. Yeah, Christian Deuce. No. There's no, no way to look. The it. There's no way to look it up. So yeah, we're too far gone. But I, <laughs> I love that, and I'm starting to think that that previous artist deliberately drew Barry in such a way that it was going to make Gian Domenico's version of the character look really dopey. And <laughs> he looks so lame. He looks, he looks so, so lame, and he doesn't dress like this dirty. at any other point when Gian Domenico is drawing him. No. And so I deliberately think that the previous artist was just like, I'm going to draw him this way, just so that Gian Domenico has to draw him this way as well. I think it's because, like, this is like his Doctor Who outfit. That's like, he's he's now just, like, traveling yeah. through time and space, like, through the Speed Force with the... I know that's how we took it. That's how we took <laughs> I it? Don't I don't think that was the intention. I don't think that's what the assignment was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great I think it was just, just, it was just like, a Doctor Let's... Who fan. Then let's just, just make Barry look as lame as possible, and let's let Iris look as hot as fuck. Well, Gian Domenico has been on that train since the very beginning of this run. That's kind of so... crazy. Also, Gian Domenico is like the only person who does her with the shorter haircut. Like, yeah, I feel like everybody true. else draws her with a longer haircut. That's and he's true. the only one. It's like, no, keep that shit short. <laughs> and it's like, what? Pick a pick a size. <laughs> like... But so Barry is basically like, hey, like I miss you. I miss us. I want us to get back together and iris is like yeah i don't i mean i guess but i don't want to just be involved in one of your lives i want to be involved in both and he's like all right cool so he suits up whisks her away and we kind of get a recounting of everything that's been going on including for a very quick moment dark knight's metal all of them uh, in their jackass armors from the beginning of dark knight's metal <laughs> Their nth metal armors. Uh, but we see that this is a very important day because Dr. Carver is being transported, I think, to his court, to his uh, his court, court date. Yeah. yeah. And so everybody's kind of on high alert. We're like, okay, Carver, Black Hole might try to break Carver out. We got to be prepared. Kid Flash is on the scene and he runs smack dab into the, the fucking goat. The goat. The fucking goat. The goat. Avery Ho. <laughs> Avery Ho. I am so fucking excited that the Avery fucking Ho goat. this book. The goat. The fucking goat, dog. Fashion icon of the week here. Bro. Honestly, you might be right on to something. You might be on to some shit right now. I love the square. I love the square TV sign on her chest with the like yeah, with tube. the lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> too. You know the just YouTube very, symbol. Very tech based, and that's cool. Do I, do I have Dope to download stuff. the update in order to yes. make that work yeah, and everything yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you have to update the latest version of Flash. 
I'm going to get so much viruses. Oh, but yeah, I, I love that Avery is part of this. Um, and then she even drops a little hint towards the justice league of China, which I fucking love. Hell and go yeah. Read new if Superman, you haven't read everybody. new Superman, go read new Superman. It whips. It whips so hard. It's a great book. Keenan Kong is my boy. And he Batman needs... of China, baby. Batman of China. So fun. But yeah, so that's where she's been since we last saw her. Because remember, the last time we saw her, she had potentially given up her speed force powers, but then we got that little, little crackle of lightning between her mm-hmm. fingertips. So she's been off doing her thing, and her and Wally are uh, very familiar. Very familiar. Yeah, they're going to kiss, bro. They're definitely going to kiss. And so real energy. But before they can do that, uh, the prisoner transport explodes and Dr. Carver has been killed, presumably Bro, by Black Hole. What a sick panel that is. The of him just like burning in the like, flames. Uh, yeah. Like... That's giving real Daniel West energy. <laughs> <laughs> With like the back half of his head just burned off. Yeah. Like... Holy the shit. That's so sick. And then in the sky, we see a very familiar blue lightning. We saw this at the end of last volume during the annual when Wally, in his new apartment in Keystone City, was like, wait a second. What the hell is going on over the bridge over yonder? I better go check that out. Blue lightning. You, you don't think that's the no. Flash, do you? You it don't think it's be. Ezra Miller's the Flash, do you? God, I fucking hope not. Uh, we see Barry has taken Iris to the Justice League Watchtower, which I believe is a security breach. She yeah, does not I actually have, have a problem with that. She does yeah. not have a clearance for that, bro. Like, I get you get a plus one, but that's not okay. Like, you, you gotta, have to get you gotta... that shit cleared by Batman yeah, before you bring anybody least. up there. Do you think, like, Alfred's up? there and just going like sir you need to leave um, <laughs> like i'm sorry you can't be here yeah. i'm sorry you really need to get out of here before i press the bat button he's <laughs> like his hands like hovering this I'm, giant I'm red don't, button don't ma- make don't, me press the bat button don't make me press it get the fuck out I'll of do here it. i'll do it and so <laughs> and so um iris and barry have this conversation about secrets about the two of them secret secret he's got a secret Secret. nice and so the two of them more or less try to uh reconcile this and decide that there won't be any more secrets between them uh flash also gives a quick little thing about his costume that i think i've always just assumed but it's nice to have confirmed that the little earpieces have him tapped into like different radio systems Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, yeah, that's, that's that's always been canon. Yeah, yeah. I love. It's that. cool to have it confirmed. Yeah, that's nice. Back in Central City, uh, we see Barry taking Iris uh, through a boom tube. I suppose it gives Ooh. the boom. It is a boom tube because you forget who's a key member of founding Justice League. Uh, Cyborg. Oh yeah, that founding member of the Justice League technology because he all of his cyborgy stuff comes from a mother box. That's right. I forgot. That's always been canon. Yeah, you know why you forgot that? Because it's fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so Barry wants to tell her about Flashpoint, but decides not to because secret secrets. He's got some secrets. And he is running on. secret secrets. He's got some secrets. He's got radio signals in his antenna. Secret secrets. He's got some secrets. <laughs> he throws lightning from his hand. Secret secrets. Secret secrets. secrets. He's got some secrets. He is the running man. Man. He's got a secret. He's been hiding. Under his mask. I have no idea what this song is, but this is 1,000% amazing. Yeah, you've, you've heard Mr. Roboto. You heard oh, Mr. It's, Roboto. Oh, it's Mr. Roboto. <laughs> I thought you guys were doing the Dayman Nightman from like it's Sunny and Oh no! I was like, what is this? No, <laughs> yeah, it's Mr. Roboto. Domo Regato. Okay. Yeah, I just know secretly that one of the most racist songs. Yes. So maybe oh, not yeah. so secret. It's not, not so secretly. <laughs> not so secretly. <laughs> I thought, it's uh, a shame I thought it's it a real robot. fucking banger. It's a shame <laughs> that it's a problem. <laughs> ah. But so we I see... I always thought that was like a, a just robot song. I didn't realize that was like... I don't, you yeah, think Domo I Arigato is I mean, robot Domo speak? Arigato. <laughs> <laughs> it's robot speak, yeah. I thought that was just... Jesus because, it's, because it's Thank in the robot. Thank you very they much, Mr. Roboto, sound, right? for doing this the is, jobs nobody they're wants They're doing the robotic to. sound. Like, it's it's, uh, it's this a is little of, dicey. This is one of the reasons why it's good that Jacob doesn't have social media. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> then I would... Because then I would find out what's racist or not. <laughs> I feel like that's something you should inherently know. Jacob but... just would no, tweet out every day. I don't why see... can't I use this word? <laughs> <laughs> so what's the Eric, problem with saying this? He would have RQOTD, racist question of the day. Am I the asshole? I'm, I'm, uh, Eric, I'm colorblind, so I don't, I'm not racist. Jesus. I have to reiterate in case this is your first time listening to this podcast for all different minorities. Um, but we see when Barry and Iris get back that they notice that uh, it's raining. And all of a sudden, as Barry is talking to Iris, Iris suddenly slows down. Oh, God. What just happened? Uh-oh. What just happened? I think I think we just... Uh, that was crazy. That was really, that was Did, really crazy. Are we the only ones like in fast speech right now? What, what's going that, on? That's not that's not good. Why are we moving so much faster? Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Hey, I could see the droplets of the rain. Like this is not here. good. Also, what is that voice in my head right now? <laughs> oh God, are you hearing that? Run. Is that in the? What is that? What's is that what did? On? Did I hear something like someone said? Shut up. I don't know what was that. Was that me? I, what is happening? I, 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 oh man, everything's slow. Am I speeding up? I think. Or is everything just in slow motion? 
Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Said, ooh, I like it like that. She working that back. I don't know how to act. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. We need to call up Marvel to cast you as Reed Richards for how big of a stretch that was. To ah, that's good. Show. That's good. I don't think... That was I don't good. think I don't think Reed Richards could stretch that sh- that long, actually. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> it was real good. It, it, it was good. With the combined efforts of Elongated Man and Plastic Man and Mr. Fantastic, it's <laughs> still a reach. It's, it's still a reach. a reach. But yeah, we see <laughs> that the entire, at least, block around Flash is standing still. And then he sees a giant tower. That has been erected on top of uh, G- uh, CCPD. Whoa. The top of CCPD. <laughs> Lightning is striking everywhere. And then Flash is attacked by the Beyonders. It's Secret Wars. Everything's ah. dying. Time oh runs out. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Time it's runs out. Here. Oh, okay. No. Legit, like, that was the first does thing look I thought. Like a, he does look like a Beyonder. That's You're what I'm right. saying. Yeah. Our, like our good friend Ryan looks like a Beyonder. And so we see uh, Flash is confronted by Raijin and Mina, who are holding this big-ass lightning rod. Player one, Raijin. <laughs> Fight. <laughs> and we see Barry is like, oh, my God, he's the leader of Black Hole. This is crazy. And they do this really dumb thing. They do a couple dumb things in this. There's a we'll lot talk of about stupid them. in this one. <laughs> but we see, we see Raijin go, ha-ha, I am the secret leader of Black Hole. But no, I am just a cog in the machine. I serve the real leader of Black Hole. Everyone's like, what the fuck is he talking about? We did that whole reveal either last volume or the volume before. It was literally last volume. Where it's like, I am Raijin, the god of lightning, and I am the secret leader of Black Hole. But no, you know who is the real secret of Black Hole? Mr. Mixius Fitlick, of course. Grod, 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 Grod. That's terrifying. It's fucking so scary. That was fucking scary. That was really scary. Fucking Grodd's internal monologue taking over like Barry's like internal monologue. Fucking rules. Like Grodd speaking into Barry's head, being like, "Oh, Barry." (laughs) It was me, Barry. It was me, Barry. It was me, Barry. The best oh, the thing God. that they ever did on that uh, on the Flash show was have Grodd be voiced by Clancy Brown. Hell yeah! yeah. Hell yeah! Shit yeah. whips. Hell yeah! Did, he, did see... he continue to voice that character throughout the rest of the series? Because I never... yeah. he did it in season nine, which is okay. unfortunate. Oh, that's, okay. that's what I remember. Right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Because uh, I remember at some point it was like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like Clancy Brown. But he was him on Legends when he went after uh, Barack yeah. Obama. That was cool. Yeah. That was a. That was what a great episode. What a great episode that is. <laughs> that is. Remember right how that episode is right before the George Lucas episode? Yeah. Yeah. And how <laughs> how they, that like, fucking George Lucas episode. How they, like, those, inspired George Lucas to create Star back. Wars. Anyway. Like, what a great <laughs> fucking show. What a that great season that was. Show. It was a great season. That season's real good. So we see Grodd is the secret leader of Black Hole, and he's got this like little Speed Force throne, which I really kind of dig. Yes. Yeah. He says, for the Speed Force to finally be mine, my life depends on it. Grodd? 
Grad. Okay, here's the thing. How are you not expecting Grad if he was on the fucking cover, guys? Let's stop oh, having I... cover reveals ruin like big reveals. Well, big the reveals. The next books. cover is like supposed to be like, oh yeah, Raijin's a big deal. Raijin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Player one. Or like player four. Oh, shuffle oh, oh, oh. to the back. Oh, That's my down B move. It's just Damn. so we see Grodd. It and I. I love how this starts. It's like, can you hear me? You must think you're reading my thoughts right now, but in reality, my words drill into your mind. That voice you hear that you think is your own is grads and it's it's so fucking cool i love when comic books play play with this and the narration and it it's such a cool thing it is cool it's funny not until the tv show did i think that grad only spoke telepathically i always i always thought that he would like sometimes speak telepathically but would actually speak and I guess that's the fault of like the Justice League cartoon because he like actually yeah. speaks there. Yeah, but like ever yeah, since yeah. you and get he is the Flash charismatic TV show, fucking that. And he's oh yeah, man, is he oh, a man. fucking charm bomb on that show? He's yeah. so good. Uh, yeah. I don't know who does that performance, but it's amazing. Um, but like ever since the Flash TV show, Grodd, especially in comics, only speaks telepathically. Like you would never see the mouth move, which is weird. Well, but yeah. that's also where because it shows him have speech bubbles here. Yeah, I was gonna say at the end comic. of the last issue, he has the speech bubble. But like, other than that, I don't buy that he speaks out of his mouth. That's and a, it, it's that's weird. Thought. Where else should he speak, Malcolm? His brain. <laughs> <laughs> so we right. see Flash uh, trying to escape it's out of the from... attic and not the basement. <laughs> Jesus. So he. <laughs> We see Flash uh, trying to deal with Multiplex, who has returned. Uh, remember Damn. how he was carted away by Black Hole? Well, now nope. we know why. Now he's got a black hole face. <laughs> I've got a black hole face. Uh, we see Flash. Black hole with... face. Won't you come? <laughs> Amazing pull. <laughs> We're doing Hell all the songs, yeah. readers. Listen, yeah. this is the musical episode. We're, just, yeah. we're gonna copyright the hell out of this episode right now. <laughs> so we see uh, Flash fighting against Raijin, against Grodd, against Multiplex. Kid Flash and Avery show up. Uh, they get their hands on the lightning wand slash rod, and Flash is like, "Go, get out of here, go!" And so they run. Uh, B- Barry is beset upon by Grodd and his mental trickery. So we get a quick little, like, two double-page spreads of Barry's entire life being broken down in front of him. Also featuring mm-hmm. founding member Say of the it. Justice League, Cyborg. Oh, I didn't think that's what you were going to say. Oh, I hated that. You're right. You're right. I thought you were going to say that it also features him in the superior Flash costume. Uh, it does. It does. Yeah. For like a second. For no reason. For yeah. like two seconds it does. Yep. It's the weirdest thing. Yep. Weird choice. Weird, weird choice. But yeah, so Barry is brought low by Grodd, and he is... Uh, 
this is all kind of culminating in Grodd basically using his technology and the Lightning Force Storm to sap Barry of his speed. Severing his connection to the Speed Force. Holy shit. Pretty big. Pretty big Uh, deal. I mean, if this was the Flash TV show, this happens like four times a season. But it's not. Three times a season. And I love he, he... drains the speed force from Barry, drags him over to his chair, and Dr. Robotnik lifts off in the chair with Barry high above Central City, and he just fucking drops. Like, this line. And then drops him. (laughs) This line where he's like, I must admit, I was wrong. You are not nothing. You are less than nothing. Spits in his face and drops him. You are just human. Fucking <laughs> drops them rules like that. Rules. And this issue goes on this, for like three like, pages uh, longer throwing, than it this should. Is like throwing Professor Xavier off the stairs. It was really funny. <laughs> it's really <laughs> yeah, it. it's the open hands drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this should have stairs. been where the issue ended. <laughs> like that cliffhanger of him just sure. being dropped high above the city. Yeah, let's but, do on that for two weeks, you know? Yeah, right? But, of course, he is saved by The Flash, yeah. Wally West. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, oh, right. right, right. Yeah, the real Flash. Wally West! We see Wally catch him and bring him to safety, and everybody else shows up. They're like, oh, man, what's going on, Barry? And he's like, I don't have my speed anymore. And then he goes... I'm naked. I'm half naked. And he goes... Wally, you don't understand. I'm not the Flash of Central City anymore. You are. And let me tell you, when I picked up this issue, this must have been what, 2017? When this uh, came yeah, out? Yes, 2017, 2018, okay. somewhere around there. The amount of hype that I felt was off the charts. Yeah. Because there. I thought this was the moment that he's going to take over the book. Yes, we had just had this whole thing about how he's been doing nothing, we're going to bring him into the book, and he is now going to lead this, and Barry can fuck off and do Barry things. (laughs) I was absolutely in on this development. Yeah, I thought it would be a good move. I think everybody did. Especially with this kind of being, again, the climax of all the Barry storylines. This felt like a good breaking point. For Barry to kind of go off, take a break for a while, and Wally to take over the book. We even have the cover of the very next issue, Wally racing in. Yeah. Like, he's here to See, save the day. In the words of the mom in, <clears throat> excuse me, in the 2019 motion picture, Glass, oh, you forgot, Lord. this isn't an origin story. This was a special edition all along. <laughs> Makes sense. What a fucking line. What a that, fucking movie. That movie rules. <laughs> it rules all the way up until the last 30 minutes. <laughs> Spoilers for Glass. Remember when Bruce Willis literally gets drowned in two inches of water in a fucking puddle? <laughs> and they just shoot and kill James McAvoy? <laughs> Real quick. The end of that movie's so crazy. The end of that movie <laughs> sucks so it's bad. so good. <laughs> Real quick. Isn't it a shame that that's one of the last few Bruce Willis films we'll ever get now? 
Oh, it's not a shame because I think he's incredible in that movie. He's great yeah. in the movie. That's what I, I think mean. that might it's be just... his best performance not... in the last like fucking ten years. Whoa, hey. <laughs> Did you watch Red Two? <sighs> get out of here! Come on! <laughs> yeah, come on! I did. What about that? Get out of here! <laughs> and did you not see Live Free Die Hard? Come on now, like Live Free I Die Hard. I think he's good in Live Free or yeah. Die Hard. Yeah. He's. I mean, it's better than A Good Day to Die Hard. The you worst stop that right now. Movie yeah. ever. You stop yeah. that right now. Yeah. The movie no, that killed no. the Die Hard franchise. You stop no. that right now. No, not whatsoever. It rebooted it in my head. No, it sure it did. Didn't. Yes, it, didn't. it did. You you could say that the uh, the a good day to die hard movie. Stop, stop! Stop! Don't do this! Don't do this! I know what you're gonna do here. Don't do this! Don't do this! It's not like a boomerang. It's not. It's like a boomerang. It's not like a boomerang. Get out of here! Get out of here! You get out of here! You get out! No! No! It's like a nuclear oh, core overload. And I will never be silent. And tainted the ground for years. Jai Courtney is one of the greatest actors of our generation. <laughs> Have you watched Kaleidoscope, Eric? No. Oh, you should. Uh, Jai Courtney just gets to be a super big dirt bag in it again. Consider it at the top of my list now. After after the bear, it's gonna be a fuck succession. List, yeah. No, I'm stop. If Jai Courtney isn't in the bear, I have to go watch Kaleidoscope first. He could totally show up in the bear, and I feel like that would be a good place for him to show up. After what I've listener, I've I started my own impossible mission just like Jacob, and I yeah, started yeah. watching the bear. I've only watched one episode, but I fell in love immediately. It's good, right? Very yeah. very into the show. It's good. Um, Jai Courtney. How about that Joe McHale about show like, up in the bear? like guest appearance for a split second? Oh, no, because that, that's, that's an episode two. Oh, it's the second Okay, one. yeah, I haven't seen he it hasn't yet. Seen that yet. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. I'm making all my I have to say, All yeah. I have to say is uh, oh, Carmen. Something to look, look forward to. Good hair. Good hair. <laughs> good hair, I'm Carmen. Oh, yay. I'm so happy. Oh, Carmen, sweet boy, good hair. Sweet boy, hey, good hair. And uh, we're about, what, like 45 minutes into this? Not even then. <laughs> we finally made that reference. I'm so proud. The amount good of restraint hair. we showed, listener. Yeah. We're really Honestly. Good. Honestly, yeah. I've been sitting on that. We know when you know. Also, uh, Jai Courtney. Good hair. Good hair. <laughs> No, no. Yes, no, good hair. No, no. Jack no. Courtney, bad movies. Good what? hair. Bad hair. Good bad hair. hair. Bad movies. Bad man. Did you not bad see man. his hair in Suicide Squad and Spartacus? That boy's got a good I head did. of hair. Good I hair. Did. Good hair. Not good. So not good. So, you're slowly evolving into the Swedish chef right now. <laughs> it is a little Swedish chef. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so we start off the next chapter. Central City. Grodd has won. He's got his lieutenants. And Barry is trying to uh, get his powers back. This is art by uh, Carlos Danda. Carlos and, Dianda, yeah, or Danda. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite artists. I love this guy. I don't know if I've seen another comic illustrated by him. So he did some of the uh, Outsiders run by Judd Winnick, uh, what, maybe my favorite oh. DC comic. Um, he also did the 2013 Star Wars comic, the last Dark Horse main Star Wars line book. 
Okay. Uh, oh. Which was awesome. Uh, he did a lot of art for that. Uh, he's also done like some game design stuff. Um, he's nice. he's great. I, I love this his seems, art. Yeah, he seems like he would be good for game design. He's It's just good cartooning, man. Yeah, very good cartooning. Cartooning. So we see Wally and Avery trying to uh, figure out how to get Barry's speed back. But we see that, uh, like the critically acclaimed episode Flash Time from season three of The Flash, uh, Barry's time with the Speed Force is starting to come to an end, and soon he'll be robbed of any kind of movement. What episode is that? I don't remember that. Flash, the best episode of season three? I don't remember that. So, listener, this is Flash Tangent time. Uh, Season three has an episode called Enter Flash Time, or something like that, where they are fighting against some kind of uh, mob criminal, and he lets off a nuke in the middle of Central City. And the Flash fucking, like, slows down to Flash time. And he's like, okay, I have... I'm on a ticking clock. I have a very limited time to figure this out. I've slowed everything down to flash time. I have to figure out how to solve this. Yeah, yeah, okay. I really don't remember. The entire episode is essentially a bottle episode with him, Jesse Quick, and Jay Garrick trying to figure out how to stop this bomb. Yeah, Because it's a nuke in the middle of Central City. Is it? It, like just slowly it's ticking slowly down, down like, like the whole episode the yeah. entire yeah. time it's incredible yeah. it's my oh, favorite it's episode, episode yeah. of the third season that's sick i really don't remember that. that's a Such very a star trek episode. voyager kind of episode yes that's really interesting and it's just the three of them it's barry jay and jesse trying to figure this yeah. out doing like oh, equations wow. and the t- the timer ticking down they keep pulling people into flash time like they'll pull harry in he'll try yeah, and do dude. some equations and then eventually yeah. he's slows again and they can't like rely on him anymore I like remember that. that's such really a good fucking episode it's a great oh, episode sick. yeah go watch it it's amazing yeah, but I have to. Shit, that's tight but this is they're trying to figure out how to give barry his powers back but this is also very specifically the first issue where everyone starts calling wally wallace wallace uh-huh this because is where there's another Wally in the house, baby. And we yep. go from Wally to Wallace, and we give Wally the prime Wally treatment. Oh my god. What? Eric, I'm just realizing that what? Ace comes from Wallace. You are not just realizing that. I am. No, I you're am. not. I am. Malcolm, welcome there's to no my fucking world. way. I, I just thought that they were just calling him Ace because he was the young hotshot one. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like I'm it's literally like just realizing it's like situation. Comes from Wallace. Like, yeah, uh, like Scooter and all that stuff and Skipper. I and thought all that, that they yeah. like were just finding a nickname for him just to call him Ace because he's the young hotshot one. I'm just realizing that just comes from Wallace. Oh I'm right there God. with you, Malcolm. <laughs> I'm oh right there with you. God. Welcome to my world. <laughs> I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> Welcome, hey, you're not stupid. welcome to the podcast. Where, no, that's uh, the dumbest thing I've ever said. Oh. <laughs> Don't talk about yourself like that, or I'll beat you up. Uh, uh, come fight me. But yeah, this is. I will. Come uh, fight me. I will. Yeah. I'm coming down. I'm on my way. Oh, God. I'm ready. Come fight me. You're very scary in in that sleeveless hoodie. You're, you got. What's up? Yeah, I'm in my Red Ranger. <laughs> 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 this is real Red Ranger core. 
This is <laughs> Red Ranger Core. That's I all it is. It. That's all this is. Uh, also, shout out to Malcolm for continuing to show that I will never have any kind of financial stability because of all the figures I have to buy. Uh, I don't know. Did you hear the fucking hot goss? Seems like they're dying off. Yikes. Seems like the Lightning Collection is going away. And if so, Hasbro, I need a fucking Time Force Quantum Ranger and a Time Force Pink Ranger before you go. Please. Looks please. like those Omega Rangers are going to be the first and last thing I buy from please, that line. Please, please, I need them. <laughs> so we see uh, Avery and Wallace trying to get Barry Speed back, but Wallace is kind of oblivious to the fact that, at least in this scene, Barry's like, "No, it's okay. I'll be all right. I don't need my powers because we have a Flash." Mm-hmm. And that's when fucking Wally comes in doing the Chad skid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the guitar riff can totally hear that. Yeah. Uh, so Barry's like, "All right, Wally, you're the Flash," and everyone's like, "All right, cool." You Wally's the Flash, this, bro. We got this. You and then son Barry's of a all bitch. <laughs> that's what over that class time. As this is as this is going we start to see the gears start to turn for Barry. And it's very strange. Because everyone's like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to be a team. We got this. We're the Flash now. And Barry's all of a sudden like, yeah, Wallace and Avery, you need to go. Mm-hmm. You need to get the fuck out of here. And they're like, mm-hmm. what? You just talked about how we're a team. And they're like, all right, fucking whatever. We're out of here. And Wally's like, the fuck was that? That was a huge 180. And then he goes straight up like, hey, I'm the Flash. The biggest 180 in an issue I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, Barry's toxic as shit. He is toxic as shit in this volume. It's kind of crazy, like, in this volume that he's the lead character. Because he's a real fucking dirtbag. This he is a real, sucks in this volume. This is a real ultimate Reed Richards move of him. Yeah. yeah He's very see, much yeah. just like, oh yeah, hey, remember how I said you were the Flash? I fucking lied. <laughs> and the rest of this volume is him just betraying everyone's trust. Everybody's trust for no fucking reason. For no reason. It's insane. He suddenly, it's insane how toxic Barry is in this volume. He gets this hero savior complex and is all of a sudden like no one else deserves to be the Flash. I'm it's the only crazy. one that can fix this. It's this just me. Where, this is where kind of like the the the, it, the volume dipped for me a little bit. Where it's like, where where is this coming from? Why is and he? That's fair. Why does he feel this way all of a sudden? Like it's very weird. <laughs> I need it, Wally. <laughs> it's a strange choice because you feel like. We are, what? The, this is over 30 issues. Almost, yeah. at this point, it'd be this 40 is, this issues. Is, this is getting yeah. Into this run. And Barry has all of a sudden become the antagonist? Yeah. Yeah. He's really becoming the reverse Flash. Like, this is very Eobard Thawne behavior. If yeah. he was secretly, like, after having the negative speed force, becoming Eobard Thawne or some shit, or had been, like, replaced by Eobard Thawne, I would believe that. Well, and if this was a situation where, like, Wally becomes the lead and Barry becomes the villain, I would have been really fucking into this. That would be totally fine and awesome. 
And I wonder if maybe that was even in the conversation for a bit. Maybe. You know, like. I think that was the direction they were trying to go, probably. And it just something happened or something. Because, yeah, it just completely just out of nowhere. It's this. Like, Barry has not been characterized like this at all in the history of the character. And then goes on to be like this kind of for a while. (laughs) Which is unfortunate. It really is. It sucks. He's a dick. And I don't know why. So the two of them get into a bit of an argument because he's like, I'm the only one who can fix this. I need the speed force. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> that panel who's snatching the wand back. He's like, I need it, Wally. <laughs> it's so funny. And Wally is just like, you know, I could fucking bench press you. I will kick your ass. But I'm going to give you some time. And he's like, and he I leaves. Mean... <laughs> That's the problem with them being closer in age now is there's there's a little bit of tension there. There's a little bit of tension. <laughs> it, it's a little weird. <laughs> and so we see that Wallace and Avery are like, hey, remember how Barry told us to fuck off? Fuck him. We're doing this. We're going to go rescue Mina. And then we get the second weird choice in this volume where they decided, guys, Mina's not really evil. She's just being mind controlled. She's been controlled by Grodd this whole time. I like immediately when last volume when we saw her being pulled by Black Hole out of the Speed Force. She's been controlled by Grodd that whole time since. Makes sense. Shit bothers. You sure about that? You sure about that? Makes makes sense. Why not? It feels like it feels like a cop out. Yeah, it's bullshit, dude. (laughs) Like. This it's is really reverse comic book in here. I don't know what's going reverse on. Reverse comic book. What? What did you just say? Yeah, that's right. I'm looking. In reverse. It's, it's comic book. Comic book. <laughs> uh, we see <laughs> this. Uh, we see Wally is working on evacuating everybody while Barry is working on this fucking wand. And we see this. This whole sequence of Wally reconnecting with Central City, with the people that he used to interact with on the regular. Lead character behavior. Lead character behavior. This is main, this character, is main energy. character energy. Like, yeah. holy shit. And this rules. The whole thing of like the, oh, this is where I was getting, you know, Iris's tulips from. This is the best flower shop in Central City, you know. Th- like, this also happens to be where I got flowers for Linda on our first date. For Linda day. on our first date. He right. gave me a discount because he saw I was nervous. Like, it fucking whips, man. Like, and it looks like he's solo evacuating everybody because we know yes. Wallace and Avery aren't doing it. He's the only fucking hero here. So he's <laughs> solo evacuating every single person. Yeah, and, solo. And he eventually, we can't hear him. yeah, and he eventually shows up to Iris, just as Raijin arrives with his multiplex drones, and Wally fucking takes it to them. He's like, "Fuck you! You aren't taking Iris." And then we get the final sequence, where Barry has returned to Iron Heights. Uh, we see a quick little cameo from Papercut, our boy Papercut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has brought the Speed Force wand to a very specific individual. Now you would think, wait a second, Iron Heights. Everyone else is going to be frozen, just like the rest of Central City. That is untrue. 
There is one inmate in Iron Heights. Uh Touched by the speed force. Uh Who still has freedom of movement. Barry has freed Godspeed. So, so especially after last volume where he worked a little bit with August. Right. You know, and it seemed like August was on a redemptive arc. There's just a treatment here that doesn't make sense. And I mean, we go into the whole reason as to why he freed Godspeed. But like, it, what is going on with Barry in this volume? Like, it doesn't make sense. It literally doesn't make sense. I feel like him losing the speed force, he just lost his sense of humanity. I think that's kind of what it's supposed to feel like. Well, and it's but funny because he, he talks about like, oh, I, I wouldn't want people to see the person I was before I got the Speed Force. Like he was some kind of terrible fucking person. Right. Yeah. He was just a right? fucking nerd. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, Seriously. You're just we didn't know that well. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I understand hey, uh, that there is a certain, there's a certain nerd. idea yeah. of like, oh, I wasn't special before this. And Barry's journey is to realize that he is still Barry Allen, even without the Flash. But they're going about it in a real fucking weird way. Really bad way. It's so weird. And again, if this was a situation where this is a heel turn for Barry, and he becomes lost in this pursuit of gaining something that he already had, Mm -hmm. I'd be totally into it. Yeah, and I mean, you could even reason it. Again, you could fucking play it off issues later and be like, oh, that's still effects of the negative speed force on him. And Grodd. You know, he had a little bit of that juice and Grodd. Like, that'd be fine. Yeah. But they don't do that. They do not do that. <laughs> they literally just make it like he's an asshole. It's yeah. funny because even the next issue cover, that's villain energy cover. That is very villain energy. That is a, no that is a villain cool cover. If, like, that's a huge he for this teaser it's like oh maybe he becomes the black flash again remember oh yeah y'all remember really when he cool. was the black flash for that'd, a be sick. that'd be sick yeah. because fuck and he's like i have to take the speed force back it's mine yeah and then he takes you know he takes the speed force and the negative speed force and becomes black flash that's a yeah. better story that's a better story in this story, uh, we kick off the next issue with Wally fighting Raijin and absolutely bodying this guy. Y'all remember yeah. when they teased Raijin as the next big bad? Yeah, Wally fucking yeah. handles him at four panels. Mm-hmm. Four panels! He hands him his own dick, dude. Like, he's literally like, stop punching ass. yourself, stop punching yourself, stop punching yourself. He whooped his ass. This issue also features art by Dan Panosian, which is really cool. Uh, Ocean, uh, a great artist. I did not like the art on this issue. Really? Weird as fuck. Really? I think yeah. he draws the best gorilla face. Yeah. I think he draws the worst gorilla face. We were just talking about how bad Jan Domenico's gorilla face was. Yeah, I think this one's worse. Oh, this I disagree. Doesn't vibe with me. I disagree. Yeah. I like the art of this a lot. It is a yeah. big change up from the previous issue. I yeah, think it doesn't, like that it doesn't feel anymore. like any of the run. That's I think fair. that's the problem. It feels the most disconnected with the entire run so far. Yeah. I love the idea, looking at this panel that has like the title card, the idea <laughs> that Mina and Grodd are like having this conversation. And as they're having this very like exposition heavy conversation, Raijin <laughs> is just 
like 20 feet below them going, guys, help! Guys, guys please! Get the shit out of me! Please! Help! As they're just sitting there like on Grimes fucking like Metron chair. Like. Were my body not ravaged by this disease, I could show guys, this false flash who the real master oh, of the speed force hey, is. Uh, can you help oh, me? God, my oh beef, god, he's please. got my leg! Like... And so he finishes kicking the shit out of Raijin. Uh, we find out that Iris has been taken. Meanwhile, uh, we go to, I guess, Godspeed's little conspiracy bunker, where he's <laughs> that he's had this whole time. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, doesn't make any fucking sense. It's it's very strange. Very very strange. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, Eric, keep this keep this moment in mind when you come see the show, because uh, this very much is there's a moment oh. like this in our show. In the sense of like, wait a minute, didn't you just wait a minute? Didn't you just form your alliance like in the second scene? How did how did you build this place? Well, it's it's a superhero thing. Oh, right, of course. Release (laughs) me. It makes sense. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. That's all the reasoning you need. So we see Godspeed basically be like, "Hey, look, I recognize that you freed me because you need an ally." But even Godspeed is like, dude, you're sounding fucking obsessed. Yeah. Where's where where are your friends? Why am I the only person you're bringing into this? And he gives him a legit dressing down of yeah. this whole situation. Yeah. He's like, you wanted your bad friend to give you a pass, right? You don't want my help. You want my permission. Then when all this is over, you can place all the hard choices on the guy behind bars. Just fucking incredible. Here's the thing. This continues the good shit of August from last volume. Yes. This is good shit. Recognize August Hart fucking rules. <laughs> he he's was al- awesome. He's always been a great character, but this these two uh these two volumes give him so much depth. Give him real depth. Yeah. This is why I have a Godspeed figure on my fucking wall. Fucking Not just because the design goes hard, but because the character rules. He's awesome. Also, his suit works Fuck, with so or without good. the mask, which yeah, is kind it, it of looks incredible. so good without the mask. Like, it looks so good. It's just, it, yeah. I just, and again, I love He's in this. his hot era. He's in his hot era. Look yeah. at him. He, he looks like he could be like an Adam Strange uh, character. Yeah. You know? Like that's what it kind of looks like without the mask on. It's very science hero. Yes. Yeah. And hey. That's the thing. Yes, it is. Good hair. Good good hair. Look at that hair. <laughs> good hair. That's why he's in Iron Heights. He's got the good hair. <laughs> and so we see August basically saying, look, I recognize this is basically you having withdrawals and I am trying to be a supportive friend, but this is kind of bullshit. And Barry's like, are you going to help me or not? And August is like, I fucking against my better judgment. Sure. You can trust me. (laughs) And so we cut back to, uh, Grodd and Mina. Mina's looking like a problem. I will say, listen, uh, I don't yeah. want to in this issue, but uh, goddamn, damn Panosian knows how to draw Mina. And so we see that Wallace and Avery are like, are still on this train of she's being brainwashed. We can save her. We're going to get her alone. We're going to figure this out. They go to her 
and she's like, are you fucking, are you serious? And I thought this was the moment where it was very clever, like, okay, this is clearly establishing she's not brainwashed. She is choosing to do this. And Wallace and Avery are about to uh, feel her wrath when who shows up? Godspeed and Barry. Mm-hmm. Wally shows up and it's like, what the fuck is that? And everyone's like, dude, what the fuck is this? And Wallace goes, did you free Godspeed so he would kill Grodd? And even and the Godspeed, fucking look on Godspeed's face, like, wait a second, Barry, that's not why you broke me out, right? <laughs> right? He looks and fucking it's very, horrified. It's very telling that it never cuts back to Barry's face. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because that's what Barry yeah. was doing. Absolutely, that's what he was doing. Because he's in his real fucking piece wow. of shit era. And he's I don't in his know villain why. era. What is, they should have just let him be the villain. Just let him be the villain. I'm, I'm really actually kind of mad about this. <laughs> See, this I think is... it would have been way better if he just turned into the villain. This should have been the movie right here. Yeah, right here. This is like Barry Allen's What a twist. What a twist, right? Like he would have been the bad guy. Yeah. So we see uh, the rest of Black Hole and all the uh, multiplicity (laughs) characters show up. This goes into a gigantic battle. Um, Barry, like, shucks and jives and dips and dodges his way to the tower. He's like, I need. I need the speed force. I'm going to save everybody. He uses the wand on the tower. He gets the he gets his powers back. He gets his connection with the speed force back. Great. It's supposed to be this like really exciting, you know, hero moment. But then he realizes he gave Grodd exactly what he wanted. Grodd is now cured of his disease and he has taken over the minds of the other four speedsters. Godspeed, Avery, Wallace, and Wally. Here's the thing you don't think about. Uh, the name Godspeed isn't actually a villain name. People say Godspeed when they wish you good luck. Yes. That is an interesting... Are you saying Godspeed was the secret protagonist of this whole thing? What if Godspeed is the secret protagonist of this whole thing? That would have been awesome. Would have been fucking been wild. So he starts off crazy. as the Punisher and then becomes Daredevil. Like... Oh my god. <laughs> like, give me saying. that. That would have been the shit. That's that would that would have been right the there. shit. Yeah. On Earth Two, yeah. that's what happened. This was all oh. a setup to get August to be the new Flash. Hell yeah! Listen, DC Man. Comics. I know exactly what I want to do with Godspeed. I've been saying it for years. So <laughs> you let me do it. You let me. You let me build my Outsiders team. You let me put Godspeed on that. Yo, shit. Godspeed it's... on the Outsiders would fucking. That's the thing. The Outsiders should just be. All the bad kids in the family. The bad kids. So it's so it's Red Hood. It's fucking Arsenal. Yeah. It's fucking Godspeed. You know, like get all the get all the rough rousing kids. You know. I would also dip in there. Donna Troy. Uh yes, yes. Thank you. Yes. As as <laughs> yes. more or less the moral compass to be like, yes. hey, y'all, this is a problem. Like, yeah, we're, we're not the crazy guys, you know? We're not the bad yeah. guys, right? And yeah, then everyone's yeah. kind of slowly looks at her. She's like, right? I mean, we're not good guys. We're not saints. 
You know, it'd be cool is wait, wait, actually throw. Suicide Squad. <laughs> is actually to throw on a character like Livewire in there too. That'd be sick. Oh, that'd yeah. be fun. That would actually fun. be really good. That would be great. I'm on a real the... live wire kick right now. Same. Give her the treatment that Killer Frost has been getting for the last decade. Honestly, Seriously? yes. Because Killer Frost does not deserve that. Yeah. Whoa. Livewire does. I mean, you can have both. You don't have to. I don't care about Killer Frost as a character. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, so we see, we see Barry is uh, running through the city. Curse the consequences of the immediate consequences of my actions <laughs> as he is being absolutely torn apart by the other flashes who are better and faster than him. And we see that Grodd is controlling them. Barry has let his insecurities cause this to happen. Uh, Wally is able to just shuck off uh, Grodd's influence because he's the best. I love that. He's able to just be like, no. Like, Wait a second, no, this sucks. Hang on. This sucks, <laughs> I don't like this. Wait, I'm not a piece of shit. Hang on a second. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Grodd is able to get, uh, get control of him again, and then we get Wally giving Barry the Zoom season two treatment where he grabs him by the leg and just drags him around Central City. Oh, yeah. Fucking oh, cool. yeah. Along the side of this building. Holy shit. So cool. Uh, Gian Domenico is real good at doing the glass falling or things like midair and yeah. adding effect like it's actually midair. Because yeah. I like glass falling off the windows midair just looks so cool yeah wally drops barry at the feet of grod um everyone's kicking the shit out of him and barry says i am i have realized the error of my ways and i'm not going to raise a hand to my family i won't fight them and grod's like all right then i'll kick the shit out of you and he proceeds to kick the shit out of him uh, yeah. The two of them battle for a little bit, uh, and then Barry uses, we realize that he was being chased around the city by the uh, the other Flashes and being kicked the shit out of by Grodd while he was picking up components to fix the uh, lightning rod. Lightning rod. The lightning like rod is silly. It's... Can we, it, can we talk about like, how it's silly? It being a wand just makes me think of Weather Wizard. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, but it's but it's not it's like a it, I mean it's basically a lightsaber. More or less. Or like yeah. a like a like a uh what are what are Grievous's guards use the magna Oh, yeah, the, la- oh, the magna yeah. guards, they're little magna uh, guards, staffs. staffs. Yeah, 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 electro staffs. It's kind of yeah. like that. It is kind of. Because like it has like the nodes that like extend once there's like electricity going yeah. through it. So like it yeah. it's kind of like a magna staff. It's silly as shit. It is silly. <laughs> but he like... uses the staff to purge the speed force from Grodd, um, thereby ending the conflict, more or less. Everyone's big old brainwashing goes away, including... Including Nina. Nina's. Yeah, what have I done? Come on. You know what you did. And Grodd's like, oh, I'm powerless now. And Barry's like, no, you're fine. And Grodd's like, well, I'll fuck you guys. And he detonates the tower oh, in an attempt to blow up Central City. 
Uh, the next chapter gives us this uh, letter written by Barry uh, framing the entire issue. We see Barry fighting Grodd as the uh, generator powering the tower is going haywire, causing lightning to destroy literally everything in its path. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry is basically giving this as like a goodbye letter, telling yes. her about telling Iris about Wally as we see Grodd kill Barry. But then Barry shows up again. And he's like, ah, I pushed an illusion into your mind, which I don't think is how that works. Isn't that <laughs> interesting? He's like, well, you were able to do it to me. So I figured I could do it back to you. Huh? That, that is some CW telepathy works, you bullshit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What? That is absolutely CW thought process bullshit. Yeah, that sucks. That so sucks. So see Grodd is like, no, I, I, I will not go quietly into this good night and then the coolest fucking people show up some folks born made to raise a flag as the gorilla guard shows up with the fucking lightning tattoos on their face yeah pretty Thick cool as fuck. Yeah. pretty Thick cool as fuck. they're like all right we're taking grod bye and they just bounce with him we just leave him yeah as the speed force storm continues to ravage the city and they're like all right we the city's busted like there's no way we can do this and everyone's like well what if we run in reverse this really is a cw episode it's absolutely like what if we run really fast they're like no that won't work they were like what if we run even faster they're like oh shit that could work and Barry's like, all right, <laughs> get everyone safe to Keystone. I'm going to do it on my own. And he runs off. Again, his hero savior complex. Wally immediately catches up to him because Wally is much faster than Barry. And he's mm-hmm. just like, are you, fu- we just went through this whole thing and you have learned absolutely nothing. And then everyone else shows up and they all run together. I love this moment though. That's the thing, is that I love the dynamic between all of them here. It is cool. It's cool. Godspeed showing up and being like, we taking bets on who's the fastest here? Like, like I, I love this fucking dynamic. It is great. It's cool. I just wish that, you know, they knew what they were doing with this. Yes. And <laughs> Barry says, the truth is that we're at we're fastest when we run together, which is a very cool double page spread. I love seeing that. That's all it is. Rising. Oh, there's more. <laughs> I'm going to go through the whole fucking song. We see them run real fast. They dissipate the Speed Force Storm, and all of them are able to get through it without losing their powers. However, Godspeed has disappeared. Barry Uh-oh. immediately runs off. and They're like, where is he going? They're like, we know where he's going. And he goes to Iris in Keystone. And the two of them embrace, having won the day. But we find out okay. the answer to a question. The question okay. that I had reading this the first time was, wait a second. If Barry wrote this letter, but they all survived, who's reading the letter? And we find out 
far, far into the future, at the Flash Museum, that someone was reading this letter. Someone draped in a very uh, Flash-looking robe. And we find out that the reader of this letter is one Hunter Zolomon. Holy shit, dude. Right? I didn't know who this was. (laughs) Okay. Hey, Jacob. Stay tuned. You're going to learn. You're going to (laughs) learn, but good. Hunter Zolomon, one of the best characters in the Flash movie. Remember that name, Hunter Zolomon. I know that uh, I genuinely thought it was Yabanthan. I really was just like, wait, isn't he dead? And. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. Wimey, tiny, wimey. Tiny, wimey things. Uh, Our final chapter gives us the immediate follow-up to Wally's main character arc in this. Uh, (laughs) We see the old man at the flower shop. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, sorry, I can't give you any flowers. Like, the city's pretty fucked. Real quick, is this drawn by the... The same guy who did the Flash annual? Yes, this is Christian News. And that's why it looks so goddamn good, baby. It's great. I was just wondering, I was like, wait, did we get our Wally West uh, 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 Archie again? Because I was like, yeah, we did. (laughs) I wish that Christian News was just drawing... uh, a, a Wally book, like just in general. I wish he was just like yes. clearly the, very the good at it. it. He he draws yes. Wally with so much love. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we see the Flash fam are going through the city and fixing it. I just love seeing Flash's run with tool belts. I love that look. It's cool yeah. as hell. Them they should they should the all city. just have like utility belts and stuff. Yeah. Yes, please. With like we little tools and stuff. That'd be fun. Little tools to like fix stuff. We see them fixing up the city. Uh, the man's flower shop is fixed, and so Wally buys some tulips. We cut over to Iron Heights, where Mina is now in prison. Uh, Mina continues to look like a problem. I mean, Christian Deuce draws her to be the most problematic. She's a bad uh, he also does draw her to be several shades lighter. I will which say. is unfortunate. Which, which is, is unfortunate. very unfortunate. She well, but is white here. Oh. He doesn't have <laughs> the color. He doesn't do the colors. That's true. That's, that is that's, different. That's a good point. That's a good point. He isn't doing the colors on this one. Uh, like Luis Guerrero did see the colors the on colors. this. He just. Um... Yeah. So it's it's unfortunate that she is colored she's, a few shades she's lighter. She's a white than she woman. Be. Yeah. <laughs> she she is white, passing Hispanic at best. Yeah, in this, which For is unfortunate. Sure. Oh, thank you. So, so she's me, pretty much. That's yes. all it, exactly. <laughs> all it is. Yeah. So, yeah. So we see Mina give. It's like Mina's fighting against the writer, where she's like, <laughs> "No, like some of this was me. Like I wasn't just like controlled." Yeah. You can't blame this all on Grodd. And Barry's just like not hearing it. He's like, "No, you're controlled. You're innocent." We're just going to keep you in here, and everybody else feels the same way. Which is a weird 180 for Avery. Because in the last issue, she was like, don't you fucking move, Mina. You're not going going away from this. And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh my god, Mina, yay! And the two of them are like very happy to see her. It's fine. Uh, They go back to August's cell, and it's empty. Obviously, he escaped at some point. And then we get the weirdest fucking tease that I don't think ever gets followed up on. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it does 
I I think it does. Okay. But I can't remember for certain when. Spoilers here for the Detective Comics run of Rebirth. Godspeed was taken in by Mr. Oz. Wait, is that what this is? What? Why would Dr. Manhattan take him? I didn't think it was Dr. Manhattan. Why? It's the blue. Who do you think this is? I, I thought it was Hunter's own. No, they used the blue borders for Mr. Oz. I thought that, I thought that this was Hunter's own. No, they either used the blue borders for either Mr. Oz or Dr. Manhattan. Very specifically, I, they've only I, used I, those I thought, borders there. I thought this was I, I thought this was Hunter's own. I no, I. That's interesting. Okay, shit. If it is, right. there's no fucking reason they should use these bubbles. No, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I thought that was what was going on here. But we see in that Detective Comics run that Mr. Oz is collecting heroes for some reason. We never actually find yeah. out why. But see, but this is... Isn't this after the point where we know who Mr. Oz is and shit? I think that's when this is coming out. But this has to be coming out around the same time as that Detective Comics story where Tim Drake no, is I thought it was after that. breaking I don't think so. I think it's around the same time. Because they had a few solid arcs in between Tim disappearing and then him coming back. Yeah, yeah. Lonely Place of Living comes out August 2017. And this should be the beginning of 2018. I don't know if that matches up. Either way, it's weird. It's a weird scene. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make sense. Maybe we'll get... He also looks real Chad here. Like, real Chad. Real Chad. Well, Christian Deuce <laughs> kind of draws everybody Chad. He does draw everybody Chad. Yeah, that's true. But like, he looks like really fucking... He looks scary here too. Like... Godspeed is scary. He can be a scary. He's not scary. He's a scary. Again, you say Godspeed when you wish someone luck. He's a scary guy. Wrath of God is a real thing. I'll tell you what's really scary. I'll tell you what's really scary is uh, the fact that Wallace doesn't get that uh, Avery is into him. Totally like oblivious. Totally, completely completely oblivious. oblivious, Does not get it. Like she literally is only there for him. And she's like, "Hey, like you should come and." be with me and he's like i don't know i i just think i i think barry needs me here and she's like uh all right cool and she leaves she's like yeah fuck it whatever man but she's also self-confident enough to be like i don't need to chase you yeah that's I go do my own thing bye that now. is sick you're not getting it you're too slow she runs off, and then we get... You want to talk about terrifying. The most terrifying-looking Damien Wayne Jesus. that you will find this Oh, that's Damien? Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, that's Damien. He's Robin. Who else would be Robin? Clearly, Scare, no one I, else can be Robin no if he's Robin, Robin, right? Absolutely I don't remember, not. like, where this takes place, so that's why I was like, oh, right, okay. Right. Yeah, Damien is uh, recruiting for his new Teen Titans team, or at least trying to get everybody mm-hmm. back after he burned that Teen Titans team to the ground. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we see Barry and Iris have this really tender moment where they finally come to grips with everything that has happened and they commit to being together. And then Barry says, but that's not all. 
check out door number one. And Wally West comes walking through with the tulips. He's like, hi. Um, and Iris immediately goes, oh, you're the other Flash. The hair gives it away. Good hair. <laughs> and then that's when Wally's like, I can't do this. He's like, I can't fucking do this. I, I can't fucking do this right now. I can't fucking do this. I'm not doing this. And then she grabs his arm and says, Don't run, Wally. And again, it's one of the most beautiful moments. Because, I, I, yeah. Oh, it's, it's incredible. It plays out great. And I love that the color shifts on that page too yeah. to be brighter. Uh -huh. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Like, that's a really cool stylistic choice there. Uh, yeah, and then you get the "You Remember Me" and you get that flashback panel of them, like of like Power young around. Wally and yeah. her. Yeah, I, I love it. It's great. It's so good. And so everybody's like, "All right, great. This is. Uh, I I love this. I love this moment." But then we get a hell of a cliffhanger where she goes. Where's everyone else? And Barry goes, what the fuck are you talking about? And Wally goes, wait, what are you? And then all of a sudden, crackle, crackle, sparkle, lightning. He goes, I remember everything. And it just shatters. Which is strange to me. Really interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. Because he should know all of this stuff already. Well, but he's been forgetting stuff little, little, because that's true. Of the, because of the timeline, that's right. They didn't talk about that in the Titans book. To yeah, to fitting him. Yeah, yeah. So like by the end of that first volume of Titans, Jacob, uh, Wally has kind of forgotten a good portion of the of the pre fifty two universe. That's right. He's starting okay. to have memories align with the new fifty two continuity, just with him fitting into it. So he doesn't remember any of this stuff. So that's why when we get this page, he sees like, oh, here's, you know, the Teen Titans that he was a part of in their classic costumes yeah. and cyborgs there. Like he's like, he's starting yeah. to remember founding member of the Justice League Cyborg. New 52. <laughs> he's starting to remember actual pre New 52 continuity. You know, that's yeah. why Impulse is down there for the first time in yep. fucking years. We get Impulse. He sees and, the you know. his wedding to Linda. He's fighting against some random guy. Oh, uh, that's Plunder. No, it's not. That's not a real character. Yes, it so, is. It's, he's from Jeff Johns's run. So, he was in the Mirror Universe, and then he came over. Yeah, Wally says he remembers nice. everything, which leads us to next week. Oh boy! Oh shit! Yeah, yeah but that's right. Hell uh, yeah! That wraps up this volume, gentlemen. Final thoughts on this? Uh, what was your favorite part? Let's go to Malcolm first. Yeah, I don't love this volume because of the weird shit with Barry. Yeah, uh, like I think that really brings us down. Um, I I I think the Wally stuff is great in this volume. It's a really great showcase for Wally. It's a really great showcase for Godspeed. Um, it's even a great showcase for for Ace and Avery. Um, yeah, but I mm. I think it's a bad turn for for Barry. Like, doesn't really make any kind of sense. Feels like they were trying to do something with it, and that plan just petered out. Um, uh, favorite part: good art. 
good good art good art. uh you know uh <laughs> really good art just <laughs> mostly across the board in this i love this last issue i think this last issue really rules yeah uh specifically the the wally stuff in the last issue is just so good yeah so so good uh also i just love i just love godspeed i think he just rocks he rules he's, he he's kind of the coolest jacob this was a John Woo fever dream. I mean, no, I thought you were talking about Mission Impossible. Anyway, uh, uh, this this was uh, this was okay until that weird dip in the middle with Barry. Yeah, I agree. I, same thing with same thing with you, because like uh, like this, and then you, when you guys were comparing this to a CW like the CW show, like I was like, yeah, this was like. What were they watching the TV show too, and just being like, "Oh, they're doing good stuff," like because like, we got to incorporate some of that into that. And it's like, "What do we? What? I mean, how do they solve this? They just like, no, run no, no, around no. in a circle? We we could oh, do that. We could do that. That's totally fair. Yeah, I, I I didn't really like that. Like nothing much really happened too, because like we were trying to wait for like the big, you know, the big. Uh, moment of like gorilla grand mm. like see well there really wasn't like a yeah it, it was there was no resolve in this it's i think that's what kind of hurt it a little bit was just there was no really like final resolve yeah, it wraps up and, really neatly uh, yeah yeah it wrapped up really neatly and like but it left up i think it wrapped up neat, neatly because of the cliffhanger that it left here so um i don't know this is this is an eh episode, so for me, so like, but um, this was this was um, okay, yeah, yeah. It's it's a mixed bag, if ever there was one. Yeah. Uh, great art, great art. Great art. Uh, we see again Wally stepping into the main character position that he should be, but then immediately getting shunted off into being a supporting character again. It's unfortunate especially because of all the stuff kind of around this and the huge storyline narrative character potential of Barry going rogue because he feels like he has to be the one controlling the speed force. I kind of wish it had happened. And the fact that it doesn't is upsetting, but I am, it opens the door. And I think that last issue is fantastic. Uh, probably my favorite part is the last issue where we get the clue as to where we're going next with this. Absolutely oh, love it. Oh boy. That'll be great. Um, but that does it for this volume. Before we get into next week's, we've got two emails to read. So Malcolm, what time is it? I, I don't have a bit. I don't have a bit. Yeah. I don't have a bit. It's the mail time. Yeah. <laughs> if you would like to be <laughs> part be of default. the default. that should be default now that's the default one (laughs) if you would like to be part of the Geeksplain book club mailbag send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com put flash fam club in the subject header and we will read it here on the Friday show again we are recording this a little bit early so if you did email us stuff after we recorded I apologize we'll get to it next week sorry 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 Sorry, we're uh, just little guys. We're just little guys. <laughs> we're just little guys. We're just little guys. <laughs> Shit, we are little guys. Yeah, Damn, we're just yeah. little guys. We're just really teeny uh, little guys. Teeny weeny <laughs> little guys. We're just so little. Uh, our we're first email the... comes from Tristan Maldonado. What's up, T-Man? Yo. Who writes in, 
Hello, Geeksplained crew. Hope you guys are having a great week. Next week is the Flash War. I can't wait to see your thoughts on that arc, and I can't wait to tell you my favorite part from that story. Unfortunately, it's the start of Wally's fall from grace. Can I call it that? Mm. interesting (laughs) while i was on my Mm. vacation i got to read hal jordan and the green lantern Corps by rob by robert venditti volume one and green lanterns by sam humphreys volume one from the rebirth era and i really (laughs) and i really enjoyed both books uh green lantern Corps was an awesome book and the art by rafa sandoval was so amazing also has anyone read the new 52 green lantern book post jeff johns if so recommend um, I really, I mean, I loved all of the Kyle Rayner stuff involving, like, Jeff Johns had a great, that that was the thing about the Green Lantern stuff post-New 52, was just like Batman, Green Lanterns were basically unchanged, except yeah. all of it happened yeah. within five years. It's happened in five years, yeah. Which I guess is a little bit easier to compress that time. Because yeah. people don't like have to age as much. Yeah, mm. it's a little less messy for that. But it's um, still messy as hell. It's still messy as hell. But yeah. good. I thought it was a good story. Uh, Jeff Johns being who he is, it's difficult to praise some of the stuff that he's done. But yeah. I liked his Green Lantern stuff overall. You could tell he really has a passion for that character. Yeah. Um, and I like the stuff that came after him because Venditti takes over after him. Yes. And it, I think it took a few issues to kind of really kick off, but after you get past that first like relic storyline, I yeah. think it gets really good. Uh, they they like doing they like continuing doing like big Green Lantern family like crossovers and stuff. So yeah. they did like the one with Relic, but then they did that really cool one with the New Gods, which was really sick. Yeah, um, that was a lot of Godhead. Was that lights out. Godhead or. Uh, I think Lights Out is the Relic one. Yeah, you're right. Godhead is the New Gods one. And that was where Howard Jordan gets that sick gauntlet. It's Famish Show. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. I love that. (laughs) Renegade Hal Jordan. Yeah. And I I think that stuff is really fun. And then leads right into uh, the Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps book, which I love that book. I thought that book was excellent. Really good stuff. Um, Really fantastic. so tristan continues green lanterns was a nice story with rookie green lantern simon baz and jessica cruz working for the first time to go up against the red lanterns the art by the late robeson roca was so cool totally agree uh, I got to read yeah. Flash 800, and the different stories ranged to funny, like Jeremy Adams and Mark Wade's story to nice, with Williamson's story to Keanu Reeves' woe, with Jeff Johns' story. Also, the prelude story by Cy Spurrier and Mike Diodato Jr. was interesting, and I'm interested in reading the new run in September. Yeah, Flash 800 drove. Real, Honestly, real I think every story was very good. Really it's good. rare that they have one of those anniversary things where, like, every story is good. Yeah, totally agree. I'm still uh, bitter about the Jeremy Adams stuff, so I'm not going to be I'm, as excited I mean, about the Spurrier stuff as I want to be, but that Spurrier prologue was very good. I love how that prologue felt like classic Wally story. It, it, felt, it felt a lot like a Wade run Wally story. Old school horror, science horror. Yeah, yeah. really interesting. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Uh, yeah, I, I feel you. I'm I'm still pretty bitter about Jeremy Adams' run ending because I think he was just starting to really get to cook. 
But um, he's, I mean, he's crushing it on Hal. So we'll see. Crushing it on Hal. And we have the uh, the Jay Garrick book to look forward to. Yes, agreed. Yeah. So, uh, Tristan finishes off. I wanted to ask you guys something. Would you guys like to see Philip Kennedy Johnson write the Authority? I'm curious what you guys think of him writing the Authority, since he did a good job writing them during the War World Saga and Action Comics. Would you like to see him do? What would you like to see him do with the team? What? Who would you like to see do art duties on the series? Who would you like to see be the main villain? That's all I have for now. But before I end this, I want to tell you guys that I did a Spider-Man My Hero Academia story that I did for my anime club last year. I'll show you guys the story next week. Have a great day and weekend, and I'll see you guys later. So Philip Kennedy Johnson on this podcast uh, is a mixed bag. Because I enjoyed a lot of what Philip Kennedy Johnson did. I thought his Future State story was really strong. I liked his vision for the character. I did not like how he treated the authority. Malcolm is a lot less kind when it comes to Philip Kennedy Johnson's work. I am not a PKJ guy at all. I haven't connected with anything that he's done except for I I like the lead story in Action Comics recently. Yeah. I haven't loved it. Uh, but, and I, I think that there's an interesting balance that he's done with trying to balance everybody in that book. I feel like it's still too many people and not enough pages for it, but. And he's know. also the only one trying. He's, he, that's the thing. He's the only one trying. So I gotta, I gotta give him respect for that. That said, I will say, so a thing that I, I don't really, a, a problem that I have with PKJ stuff, um, is a problem that I have with some early Tom King stuff. And it's mm. background. Uh, and it might just be background. me knowing the character or me knowing the writer's background and seeing that influence in his writing. Uh, PKJ is a military guy. Um, oh, and I okay. see that influence in his writing. I mm. think that could serve the authority very well. But specifically, yeah, if you're could. going to treat the authority like early day ultimates. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, okay. I, I, I actually think PKJ would be a very good writer for the ultimates. Um, oh, I agree. I think he would really, really fit for that. In fact, I would put money down that with this new Ultimate Universe coming out, I would that not he gets be surprised for if that. He, yeah, I would not be surprised if it was him. If it's not Hickman, I feel like good money is that it's going to be him. Um, but yeah, I, I think if he was going to do the authority in that style, like early days Ultimate style, where they are, you know, the government's answer to superheroes kind of thing i i think he could really do something interesting with that yeah i agree um, yeah that's see i was kind of i was i was not you were polite you were cordial negative there yeah yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you didn't get hot you were i, you I, were, would, I didn't get hot. i would say i don't like how he wrote the authority as it was presented by gmo because gmo uh, gmo constructing their authority is very different from the original authority run. Yes. Okay. That yes. team is very different. It's a very uh, different team. Very it's a different very different team, team okay. very different thesis. I was yeah. trying to remember the the authority in terms of like what you guys were like referencing here. I yeah. kept thinking of Superman versus the Elite. I very different. Think that's what no I kept Manchester thinking. Black is, is part different. of that team. But but mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. At least but the second I, authority. But yeah, but yeah, but like the the Grant the Grant Morrison run, I I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I I remember that. I yeah, remember they're they're that like run. four issue Superman the Authority run, 
wonderful fucking book. But the also best Superman design. Oh, maybe the best uh, the best new design in like twenty years. You're not wrong. So he he Superman sets about bringing this character these characters together and calling them the Authority for whatever fucking reason. Um, and Little fascist think, of Superman does that, right? <laughs> yeah, and I think that was leaning towards because I think what grant what gmo had originally posited was that this superman was going to be like have a villain turn which yeah. i think is interesting and they just didn't yeah. get enough time to cook with they it and get to cook with it yeah but i think if they went i think if they had gotten time to tell their story i would feel much better about the treatment of the authority that mm -hmm. pkj gave in his action comics run mm -hmm. uh which oh, i didn't yeah. love but again oh. Through that lens of them of him taking on the original authority group, I could be into that for sure. As for yeah. art, I mean, he's worked really well with Dan Daniel Sampier, who, if he wasn't already locked down on uh, Wonder Woman, yeah, uh, which is a great, great pickup for them, I think yeah. would be really good. I would also. I don't think he would do this because he's more into doing like full on his own stuff. I think Daniel Warren Johnson would be a great artist for the authority. Ooh. You know what? Daniel Warren Johnson would be a great writer artist for the authority. I think that would totally be agree. a and really that's, interesting, that, fun kind of vibe. And that's why I was like, I don't know if I would pu Shit. put him up for that because he likes yeah. his books are usually written and illustrated. Yeah. Uh, I like PKJ uh, working with Rafa Sandoval. Um, yeah. I love Rafa Sandoval's art. I think he's so good. Uh, it's just clean, you know. And yeah. I, I think that would be an interesting look for a, for a emotionally dirty and grimy authority right. book that I think PKJ would do. Well, so I think that would be kind of that because I would almost kind of want to go in the opposite direction. And I just thought of this um, PKJ's Hulk partner, Nick Klein. I think would be great oh. for the authority. Mm, yeah, that, that would fit. Yeah, that would fit a lot. But yeah, so uh, thanks, Tristan, for writing in. Our second email comes from good brother Jacob Goodhart. Goodhart. What's up, twin? Uh, Jacob writes, Dear Geeks Flame Podcast, once more, this volume ends on a story that probably should have gone into the next one. But regardless, this is a f still a fun volume. I think this is the one time that this it is the works one time where as it the cliffhanger. At least yeah. most of it. Most of it. Most of it I, th yeah. I think it works as a cliffhanger. I think that most of this actually does feel like an epilogue for this volume. Yes. Finally. Uh, finally. <laughs> Jacob they continues, finally figured it out. Jacob continues, Grodd, I think, is the most terrifying Flash villain right behind the reverse Flash. I mean, it's almost cartoonish because he's a psychic gorilla, but when you think about how scary a gorilla is, less funny, more terrifying. The first story I read with Grodd was from the Jeff Johns run where Wally fights him and, brutally and he brutally kills people. I think Wally even mentioned that like he bit a dude's head off or something. Uh, the only thing about this story that ironically is on the fence with me is that everyone is moving so fast that time is seemingly stopped. Now, visually, I like this as much as the next guy. Hell, my favorite episode of The Flash is set entirely in Flash time! He mentions it! Shit. But the fact that these guys can move yeah. so fast that they can run at super speed while the world is frozen, then how can you ever beat someone that fast? I think the one-minute war story might have an explanation. I'm not sure, but I feel like there should be a trade-off. I love that one minute war story. I was going to say, you should read the one. That was exactly what I was going to bring up. I was like, you yeah. should read one minute war. So good. Because I think they make it work so well for that. 
Uh, like when Wally used the speed formula for the first time, he couldn't just run at super speed while time was slow. Yep. Either way, Grodd is one of the best Flash villains, and I'm so here for it. It's also nice to see Wally become the main Flash for a good portion of the book. In fact, I think this is where I think, and this is my own thoughts, I have nothing to confirm, Joshua Williamson wanted the book to go tone-wise, but Dan Didio stepped in and made him mess stuff up. I... That seems like a Didio thing to do. I don't it think does. we can officially confirm that. Can't confirm, but, but does feel right. Does feel like a specifically Didio thing. Yeah. Uh, I have a genuine soft spot for the Rebirth era of DC, but God, can you, you can just tell that Didio wanted to get rid of all the sidekicks and was pulling a joke aside and was ignoring what fans like because it's what he wanted. The Titans book gets reshuffled to feature none of the Titans. Dick Grayson gets shot in the head around this point, not to mention Heroes in Crisis, but you'll get to that soon enough. Either way, it just feels like Williams is talking directly to Didio when Wally is going, I mean, Barry, you told me that I'm the Flash now, only for Barry to be stubborn and end up making everything worse by not listening to Wally. That's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, now I know, like, I'm ragging on Barry, but honestly, he's growing on me. The fact he listens to audiobooks while speeding around the city is so relatable, and I love it when characters have quirks like that. It's my favorite thing. Totally agree. Hell yeah. Totally agree. Barry's a great character. He's a he great is. character. He's just not the best Flash. He's just not the best Flash. Yeah. This one's specifically for Malcolm. He writes, and Malcolm, look, I know that Reverse Flash is the ultimate hater, but Hunter, goddamn. Zolomon. Again, I, spoiler alert. Seriously. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're, we're, we're going to skip past this it's, paragraph just for Jacob because he doesn't know. But um, no one hates like Eobard Thawne, though. No, yeah, one, hates no one hates like, like Eobard Thawne. That's a, that's a tall order for that. I was like, Eobard Thawne. No one hates like Eobard. No one gates like Eobard. No one what? even locks all the doors like Eobard. <laughs> I didn't have anything. But just just keep Hunter Solomon's name in mind. Keep uh, that name out your mouth. <laughs> but on your oh, lips. Oh, he makes an excellent point that I am going to... Oh, okay. oh no. I'm, 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 I'm going to text... I'm going to text you, Malcolm, about this. Okay. Um, I'm very curious. Okay. Interesting. But, uh, Jacob, this, this is a no, no ill will. We're just trying to keep this fresh for our Jacob. Um, yes. I'll, I'll call back to this once we get to him. Yeah. Um, he writes, for my question this week, it was recently revealed that, to no one's surprise, Kamala Khan's death won't be sticking around. In fact, the day after her memorial comic came out, they announced she'd be coming back as a mutant. I haven't seen brand synergy this bad since they gave Spider-Man organic web shooters. And let's not <laughs> let this distract us from how they decided to kill Kamala. However, out of all the retcons that I've seen to a comic book character, this one isn't the worst. I mean, mutants and humans aren't the most dissimilar things. In fact, as I understand it, Kamala's original creators wanted her to be a mutant at first. However, they yes. tried to retcon their hero. I don't think it's too terrible. I mean, Flash and the Speed Force are the perfect example. People act like the Speed Force was something that's critical to the Flash mythos since the inception of the character, but it's been around only since the Mark Wade run, and I think that shows just how much of a good retcon it is. So what are some of your guys' favorite retcons in comics? Personally, I love the retcon that Norman Osborn was the one behind the entire Clone Saga. Oh... Hot take, wow, I think. Yeah. I kind of uh, like that one. Oh, I think it's do fun. you? I kind of do, yeah. Uh, Peter's entire identity as a person was put into question, and he was arguably driven insane by it, and putting the whole thing at Nom Norman Osborn, who hadn't been alive since the night Gwen died, is kind of perfect. Keep riding the lightning, Jacob Goodhart. Uh, 
we'll get to go through the rest of his email before we get into the question because I think it'll, it, it'll give us time to ponder it. Yeah. Um, he writes, Flash Fact. I don't have one for The Flash this week, so I'm just going to talk about my favorite horror movie. Did you know that in John Carpenter's The Thing, if you haven't seen it yet, watch it. It's the closest thing to a perfect movie. One of the I... main plot points of the film is about who the last person was to have the keys in which the thing used to destroy blood samples, mm-hmm. which could expose who was human and who wasn't. Yeah. But if you listen carefully, you can tell who had the keys last during the scene where Windows discovers Bennings, who's being transformed into a thing. He drops them on the ground, and that's why he's the first person to try and get a gun later on, because he's the oh. last one who had them. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. Uh, Jacob, flash fact. Flash fact. To add on to this thing, uh, like on the thing, you can tell who is the thing when you look at the character, uh, when you look at the person's eyes, there's a glint, uh, like a uh, 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 like a light glint in everybody's eyes, and it is absent in a character who doesn't oh, that's have it. Interesting. That that's very interesting. That is something I discovered uh, as a theory in terms of like figuring out who is the thing in there. Because very at the end, cool. spoiler alert, at the end, there's there's a there's two characters in one of which might be the thing and one might not. And you can tell by the glint in their eyes. That's interesting. Very interesting. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. That sounds yeah. Cool. yeah. That's very cool. Malcolm, flash fact. Uh, flash fact to keep going on the thing. Uh, hey, that uh, 2010s The Thing like prequel is actually yeah. really good. Yeah, totally agree. Okay, good. Totally it's actually agree. Really good. It's agreed. I feel like people it, did not give it a chance because they thought it was a reboot or something, but it's actually a really good prequel. Really uh, good prequel. It's also because they didn't use practical effects in it, so it's like that. That fair. is like the only downside. That's the, that's the only that downside of that. Effects. But you do get uh, the practical effect of Mary Elizabeth Winstead being one of the most beautiful people on the planet. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's my flash fact. Mary Elizabeth Winstead crushes everything that she's given from sky high all the way now to Ahsoka. And she uh, is a M.E.W. is Hera? Holy shit. You mean the greatest pilot in the universe? The greatest pilot in the fucking rebellion. Hell, goddamn Greatest pilot in the galaxy. <laughs> that Ahsoka trailer this week was actually really good. Very good. Uh, I still don't feel like they can answer the question why it wasn't this animated, but I am excited for this now more than uh, I was before. The Sabine stuff? <laughs> really excited about that. <laughs> Makes my head hurt. But, head hurt. Uh, but I'm interested for sure. But yeah, so let's get into this. Uh, Malcolm, what's your favorite retcon? My favorite retcon? That's really hard. Um, I, 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 really, I really don't know. I really don't know. Favorite I, real retcon I or favorite retcon that we've done? Because I do have a favorite retcon that we've done. Okay, let's, let's hear it. It's the it's the uh, ultimate cap is actually John Walker. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite retcon that that's we've fair. come up with. Yeah, that I would... think that's such a good fucking take. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think about that all the time. I think that's such a good take. <laughs> it makes too much sense for it not to be. It makes too much sense for it to not be true. Jacob, um, you have a favorite retcon? Yeah, it's whenever. Ever, it's whenever a new writer comes onto a new uh, comes onto the character and makes it and includes whatever they can. 
Like, you know what I mean? No, no, no. Like, like every... do you have like a specific retcon? Yeah, like what's your that's specific your one that you that's, like? That's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying every time a, a new run of a character general. comes on, it's just okay with me with whatever they just whenever they include whatever and they don't include whatever what was used before. I kind of like that. I love when they're just we're just ignoring that. All right, you're, just you're, 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 you're not. You are stretching the limits of how to answer this question, but I'll, just, I'll let it just how, just how Malcolm was stretching really hard a little bit earlier. I too was reaching oh, as far as I know what I will. I will give an actual answer here. The Winter Soldier. Okay, that is a very good answer. That is a retcon of Bucky survived and was turned into this killing machine is one of the best retcons we've ever gotten. Can I can I you tell know, you something that's really funny? I was thinking about answering right now and saying uh, Red Hood. Yeah, same <laughs> that's so funny. I was, I was thinking, thinking about saying yeah. Red Hood. I was saying, honestly, yeah, yeah. I think that's a retcon that's worked out really well. Like, that's pretty good, too. <laughs> so that's really funny. <laughs> also, I will say something that I think enriched a character that I was never super invested in before. Um, the Alan Scott retcon. That he was a oh, yeah a man during the 1940s. In the, yeah. yeah, I I think that is a retcon I think that's that a works wonderful well. retcon. Yeah, and actually not it's... only like enhances the character but deepens all of his relationships, including with his son Obsidian. Yes, that's that's the thing. I'm glad that they didn't choose to ignore that. Yeah, especially since Obsidian wasn't around. Like you know because this started with like earth two yep. new 52 earth two alan scott being openly gay like you know and obsidian wasn't a factor i'm glad that they didn't ignore that because yeah. that's a big thing with those characters history that i i thought was really interesting yes and so i'm, I'm glad that they a chose not to ignore that but b really entwined the two things together yeah um i think uh I'll, I'll 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 finally say it. I think uh, I think Mr. Freeze is my favorite retcon in sense of great like, retcon. Yeah, because of because every version of him has just been a a has been taken off from that Heart of Ice a, a, a episode. Yeah, so like, yeah. yeah. So I think I think that's like very true because like before that nobody's ever gone back to that cookie cookie ice ish kind of character or whatever back in the fifties and sixties. So like it's really kind of need to see that kind of take on that tragic character you know? yeah um, totally agree good yeah. pull i think i think that's yeah me trying to find out what uh what <laughs> specifically we could have used there uh um, yeah, that's, that's a really good one there's, i mean pull. there's a bunch of good ones you know that's the thing yeah i don't think retcons these are, are character retcons too yeah yeah. yeah for sure um also can we touch on the ms marvel thing for a second go for it oh so here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We all knew that this was going to happen. We all knew this was, this was the worst kept secret in the history of time. We all knew that this was going to happen because brand synergy is still a thing that they love to do, despite the fact that it doesn't actually bring people from the visual media of a movie or a TV show to the comics. People don't care. Mm -hmm. So, But we knew that this was going to happen because it's brand synergy, right? That's why I had yeah. to deal with the Guardians in most of the Guardians books over the last 10 years being the movie ones and Mostly. characterized Mostly. like the movie ones for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. Um, bless you, Ali Ewing, and bless you, Hivemind. Uh, but here's the thing. I think it's really interesting that Amon Vellani is actually writing the book. I think that's the coolest. I talk, I'm, 
I talk about this in this week's uh, Wednesday episode, which I also recorded a little bit ahead of time. But Amon Vellani has my preferred trajectory of just life. Holy she was a shit. fan of <laughs> of Miss Marvel. We, there are photos of her dressing up as the character of Halloween. Yeah, she's she a goes huge on, fucking Ms. Marvel fan. She goes on to play the character in the MCU. Yeah. And then goes on to write the character alongside and, one of the writers for her show. And I love that, you know, she... Oh. And doing the press run for this is like, listen, she's still an inhuman. It's just that this is another label that that character has to deal with. Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting take. I think the costume is really good. I like it as kind of a trainee costume. It feels like a I, new mutant yes. trainee costume, which because the series that is called. Would totally make a new mutant trainee costume. Yeah. Like... And the series is called Miss Marvel: The New Mutant, which makes sense. You know what I hope? I hope she becomes best friends with Escapade. Fuck! I hope yeah, the two of them become baby. best friends, and they get to go pal around forever. Here's the thing. I always wanted Kamala to make a new Young Avengers team. Oh, yeah. Uh, But if she makes a new Young X-Men, I'm cool with that too, man. Dude, I'm into that idea a lot. I'm into that. I'm into that. But seriously. X-Men versus the Young Avengers. There you go. Make that happen. Let's do another Young Avengers book. Let's make it happen. We'll make it the Young Uncanny Avengers. That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. But like, I'm I'm so hip to this thing. Like, especially because like we knew this was going to happen, but we didn't know that she was going to be the one writing it. And I, I dare say there's not many people who would be better fit to do it. But because she's such a huge fan of that character, and specifically like the comic treatment of that character, mm-hmm. I I 100% trust that kid. Yeah, <laughs> she's also now like the youngest like Marvel Comics writer. <laughs> I don't know how like how 18. old was like... how old was fucking J.J. Abrams' son when they let him write Spider Man? I mean, did they let him write Spider Man? You know, I don't know. Like, His name's on the book. Spider-Man? His name's yeah, on the book, but. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. Again, I think I think the new costume is a great first draft for her yeah. to have for one miniseries, and then yeah. her to get either reverted back or like update the old costume or make a new one. You know what I love is her hands have the X. I talked about it that that McKelvey Cyclops, Cyclops glove from Champions. Uh-huh. Who have Champions? Good hands, good, good costume. Good glove, good glove. But yeah, Miss <laughs> um, Marvel stuff, I think, is kind of it has to be a wait and see kind of deal. But who knows? Could be good. Could be. Good. I already had it on my pull list. Yeah, from when it was the classified book because I knew it was just going to be the Miss Marvel book. Because <laughs> uh, again, we all knew this was going to happen. We all knew it was happening. It's not it was a surprise. Ha- I still think that the death was shittily handled. Totally was. What a twist! <laughs> like it was. It was. Just there was no twist. Play. We all knew this was. Happening. It was no twist. We all knew this was going to happen. It's very bad. It was a twist. It was a twist yeah. of the neck. For oh, God. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that wraps up the uh, the book club mailbag. Again, thank you to Tristan and Jacob for writing in. If you want to have your emails read on this podcast, send them to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put Flash Fan Club in the subject header and we will read them here on the Friday show. And that does it for this week. Next week, we're going to war, baby. 
Here we go. Join us for volume eight of the Flash Rebirth entitled Flash War. Synopsis goes like this. Wally West has joined Barry Allen and the other Wally West, a.k.a. Kid Flash, in protecting Keystone City from all manner of threats. But when he learns what Barry has kept from him about his previous life, including the fate of his vanished children, Wally decides he's going to breach the Speed Force to reclaim what he's lost, regardless of the consequences. Now Barry, Kid Flash, and the Justice League must try to stop him in a battle that sees the return of one of DC's best-loved heroes, as well as one of its most sinister villains. To the DC universe. Hell yeah. I am just wow. going to say, I think Barry wrote the synopsis because it makes Wally seem hella, hella like the villain. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I feel uh-huh. like that's revisionist history. But we'll find out who the true hero and the true villains are in this volume. Catch us right back here next week. Flash Fridays are a thing. Be there or be square, not a circle. But for now, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I was Malcolm Russell Nelson. I was and will be Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. Flash, 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 war, flash, 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 war, flash, 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 war, flash, 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 war, flash, war, flash, war. It's Wally versus Barry. Back where the others lie